With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. You know, this is probably already happening. In fact, I know it's already happening. has been happening for several days. You didn't even know it. Do you feel a little bit safer, though, if you didn't know you were actually more safe? Brandon Vogt, Amory Castillo producing here on News Radio KKOB. Thanks for being with us. And this is part of the governor's plan. Move in the state police. And now we know this happened Actually, a few days ago, uh, the New Mexico State Police were assigned to the Albuquerque metro area. few things to get to here. We'll take your calls, 505-243-3333. Also on the text line, too. Same number. You know, I want to start saying the phone number like they do the, the lawyer commercials. You know, 243-3333. I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. We should come up with a yeah. jingle. Yeah. 505 Big Feed. That's also, if you're, you know, want to do the, the alphabet type thing there. 243-3333. That's the number to get in. If you want to talk about whether or not you feel a little safer here. And this is always, no, this is part of uh, the governor's uh, plan here with how Albuquerque in particular has become more violent. Of course, she steamrolled her own initiative by taking away one of our constitutional rights, which, by the way, I haven't checked in a while, uh, and we'll we'll get clarification on this later in this afternoon. Do we still have all of our constitutional rights here in New Mexico? Okay, because you never know with MLG, she's liable to just just start taking them down, and she has done that before. But she steamrolled her own initiative with uh, the whole business with taking away your Second Amendment rights. But part of some of the other things that she was doing, which nobody paid attention to, because when you start taking away constitutional rights, that's all somebody really wants to talk about, right? Was to bring in state police. And there were some other things going on, too, we'll talk about. All right. My issue here is we do this, you know, time and time again, where things get a little hot in Albuquerque. Also, it depends on whether it's an election year or not. 
2023, not an election year. So, but we've had um, uh, a whole lot of crime, very violent, very dangerous. So I guess they finally decided they needed to do something. But every few years, the governor will put in place the New Mexico State Police here in Albuquerque to quell things. Things will calm down, and quietly the New Mexico State Police uh, will will go back to their post. All right, a couple things here. One is, why can't we do this all the time, right? Why can't we have New Mexico State Police, more of these officers, assigned to the city of Albuquerque. And I'm going to do the Democrats a favor here. I'm going to give you an idea because you love big government. And I'm actually going to give you give you something here, but it may actually help all of us. And Democrats may actually like this, even though they're kind of lukewarm when it comes to law enforcement. Why don't we set up uh, more state police in the city of Albuquerque? Or And Democrats love to create new things, too. New departments, more layers of bureaucracy, that sort of thing. Okay, how about we we do that, but with law enforcement? You know how Texas has the Texas Rangers? They're not like highway patrolmen. It's a separate entity of law enforcement. And they handle, you know, a variety of, of different things. Not really day-to-day police work uh, at this point. But they handle, like... Uh, any sort of major violent crime, something like that, were to happen. Cold cases, corruption, that sort of thing. Those are the, kind of the things that the Texas Rangers do. Okay. Why can't we have something like that in metropolitan areas? Now, we wouldn't have to create this whole new division of law enforcement in the state of New Mexico if we could just get the DOJ off the back of APD. But I'm trying to think of something here, and you can help me, 505-243-3333, uh, number to get in. Okay, remember back in 2019, that's when the governor first ordered the 50 police officers down to Albuquerque, and it was in the wake of the murder of the UNM baseball player Jackson Weller, which, man, I can't believe it's been four years. Uh, I thought... That was going to be the watershed moment for crime in the city of Albuquerque because it had been bad. There'd been so many homicides and we started to set records and we're going back in time. This was, uh, this was 2019. Do you remember? I mean, things were pretty bad, not as bad as they are now, but they were getting bad. And I thought, when Jackson Weller died, he was the UNM baseball player, and I'm not really going to talk about that case in particular, but it was at Knob Hill. This was a UNM ball player, and he was killed. And I remember, I mean, it was uh, it was quite the moment here in the city of Albuquerque because there have been murders and that sort of thing, and you know, you just kind of go on, you know, crime's bad. But when that happened, it's like everybody stopped for a second. And I really thought maybe this is it. Maybe this is the moment where Democrats in this state start to take crime seriously. And it looked like it for a minute because MLG sent the 50 state police officers. And that lasted about uh, 30 days. They had all sorts of arrest. And then they quietly went back to their post in and around New Mexico. The problem with bringing in the state police 
like every now and then for, and that's why I think there needs to be a dedicated state police unit in the city of Albuquerque. Um, what happened to the hundred million dollars that they were going to have for law enforcement that we passed? This is actually one thing that did pass in the state legislature, all the money for law enforcement. And believe me, I'm for giving money to law enforcement and finding more people that want to be involved in law enforcement. But it's tough to do. It's tough to do, especially in the state of New Mexico, to find people that want to take on that responsibility when you've got politicians after them. I mean, very vocally after them in the state of New Mexico. I don't blame them for not wanting to do that kind of work anymore in this state. But when you take state police officers from their post in rural New Mexico or wherever they may be at, in places that don't have a, a, a first responders or a police department, it's, it's hard or a, a large uh, sheriff's department. When you take the state police out of those places, then you're looking at lawlessness out there too. And I mentioned with first responders, a lot of times in rural New Mexico, it would be the state police that arrives first on the scene and can get somebody to help, somebody to to the hospital. And when you take those state police off of those posts and you have them here in Albuquerque, you're you're looking at law enforcement in the state is is very much uh, short-sighted. So I don't know why we can't hire more and have them here permanently because it's not going away. Uh, The crime issues here in the state of New Mexico and in particular Albuquerque aren't going away anytime soon, especially with the policies that have been implemented from City Hall, uh, the way they're slow playing the DOJ on top of APD. Tim Keller's using that as a as as it. He's using it as a, as a, as a campaign device uh, when he runs for a third term, which will happen. He's all but, but announced that he's going to be running for a third term. And uh, when you don't have the proper law enforcement here doing what they need to do, you got to have state police, which if we could get the DOJ off the back of uh, APD, you know, maybe they could make some inroads into, this, into the, the crime surge that's going on here. You got people that are just too scared and a department that's ran by city hall, which should be ran independently from city hall. 505-243-3333 number to get in as it's happening again, state police moving in to the city of Albuquerque, which I applaud, but we can't just continue uh, to just fix this thing with bailing wire and duct tape. At some point we need a full repair. And that full repair is going to be better policies, uh, getting people out of office who don't support uh, victims as much as they do criminals. And that's up and down the ticket uh, here in the state of New Mexico, or up and down the leadership chain here in the state of New Mexico, advocating for criminals as opposed to victims. And you can't continue to just piecemeal this together. There has to be some sort of comprehensive plan because what we have seen, and we'll go back to 2019 with the death of Jackson Weller in Albuquerque, when the governor first put the 50 state police officers, I understand that at that point, there were people that were freaked out. 
There's this young baseball player dead in what was normally a a kind of a safe area of Albuquerque, a Knob Hill area, right? He's dead. And I understand the governor, you know, uh, first blush, 2019, hey, let's put 50 police uh, state, uh, state police there in the city of Albuquerque. Let's get a handle on this. That was four years ago. And here we go again, four years later. What's the governor's answer to the crime problem and the, the dangerousness of the city of Albuquerque? The same one she had in 2019, although she's added a new element, and that was taking away some of your constitutional rights, too. But also, that's her that's her go-to is, all right, we're going to send state police in there. And they go in and kick butt for 30 days, and they go back to their post, and then what happens? Does, do, do you really feel safer if they're just here for 30 days? Because criminals get the news, too. They understand that state police are only going to be here for a limited time, and they just got to lay low for a while. And some of them don't even care about that. But all they got to do is lay low, and they'll be gone. They'll be back in Jowl and Lordsburg and Roy and Wagon Mound, wherever uh, they've come from, and they won't be in Albuquerque anymore. And then criminal element, free to operate, Back in Albuquerque, in, in and also in this sanctuary city as well, which is a big part of this too. All right, five zero five two four three thirty three thirty three number to get in. Also, there's another operation that's going on this week in the city of Albuquerque, as far as law enforcement goes. Is it going to help? I'll tell you what it is next on News Radio KQB. All right, it's BB today, News Radio KQB. Has it happened yet? Have we had have we had a qualifier? Yes, we have. Yes. It happened at 9:30 this morning. Your next chance though. Be listening tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Bob will tell you what time. And you can get qualified. Five night, five day, four night trip to London. Caller seven when you hear that cue to call. But hey, maybe we'll do it again. Keep listening. Maybe we is there anything written saying we can't have two qualifiers in a day? No, absolutely not. 505-243-3333, number to get in. New Mexico State Police back in Albuquerque. But it really highlights the fact that there is no plan by the leadership in the state to tackle crime and to make inroads and in how dangerous Albuquerque is. Well, just send the state police down there. One thing they are going to do, here's an operation that's going to get started this week in connection with a lot of these other agencies, is a warrant operation plan. Okay, you're playing the long game here, but I get it, and that's something that that we've heard from APD. That was one of their big emphases this year was going to be collecting these warrants, getting these, uh, uh, picking up people on, on these warrants. We haven't had a press conference about that in a while. Uh, maybe after the other thing too is why they they move in state police instead of having more permanently situated here in Albuquerque is a fact that they're going to move state police in, round up these people. We're going to get a bunch of arrests. We're going to find a bunch of drugs and and guns, and you know we're going to get a bunch of warrants. And then we're going to have a big um, uh, press conference in a few weeks about how great this was and bringing them down in here. 
and then and then what? Then they leave, and we're right back where we started at. We need a more permanent solution, some sort of a plan here, instead of wow, just call Big Brother, have have New Mexico State Police come down here and, and crack some skulls for a while, because that's not it's not getting the job done when you have to do that over and over again, and it's this will be the third time in about five years that the governor has had New Mexico State Police come into the Albuquerque metro area. And the problem is they leave. If, if they stay or if APD was staffed properly and didn't have the DOJ hanging around their neck, maybe we wouldn't have some of these uh, problems. Uh, Chuck, you're on News Radio KKOB. Hi, Chuck. Hi, how are you doing? Great. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, to answer your question, I, I with a comment, I really don't feel safe. I've been here 44 years. I'm a retired disabled uh, veteran. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I've never considered owning a gun the entire time I've been here, but now I'm probably going to get one. Yeah. But, we re- but we really don't have to worry because if Democrats win the election again, they're going to create a federal police force, so all of our problems will be solved. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for a call, Chuck. Thank you for your service. Um, yeah, I mean, regardless of how you feel about guns, if you live or work in the city of Albuquerque, you need to know how to use one, uh, 100%. And Chuck's not wrong about the whole um, uh, federal police agency. That's one thing that drives big Democrat governments up the wall is the fact that we have local jurisdictions with law enforcement. And that is coming. It, it's coming down the road to where, and they've, they've tried. They, they've tried this sort of stuff, too. Um they don't want they don't want to have sheriff's departments and local police departments and all that. They want a federal uh, under the federal umbrella law enforcement in this country. And I that is a multi-decade project that they are in the middle of right now. Uh Andy, you're on News Radio KKOB. Hey Andy. Yeah, it doesn't have as many police officers on the street making arrests, but they're the judges are going to turn them loose so their buddies, their buddy lawyers can make money uh-huh. off the crooks. <laughs> and then when they turn them loose, they're going to be out there because they got to pay their attorneys, so they're going to be out there even more industrious yeah. in crime <laughs> than uh, before because they got to pay their lawyer fees, you know, just keep out of jail, pay the bondsmen, yeah. whatnot, unless they skip. But uh, they're right. You know, if, if you don't have a firearm, you know, everybody that doesn't have a firearm Well, they don't respect it. Uh, I I got you. Thanks for calling Andy, cutting out a little bit there. Um, And uh, Andy's right. There's there's two approaches here. And today we talked about the law enforcement approach, and especially with having uh, New Mexico State Police in. But, yeah, they could arrest all the people they want. And we will get a laundry list of things that they did here in a couple of weeks, probably uh, after Balloon Fiesta. And, and that, that plays into this, too. I think that's one of the reasons why you're going to have a state police here and why they've been here for a few days already. They'll stay through Balloon Fiesta. So end of October, we're going to have this big press conference. It's going to be a laundry list of things that they did and all the arrest. But the other part of this, I mean, this is a partnership, law and order, both of them. That's the law part. The order part is with the judges. And we're not going to get anything accomplished until they start uh, paying more attention to victims and victims' rights instead of criminals. Marie, hang in there. I want to get your call coming up next 
Also, uh, we're going to hear a little bit more uh, about this program from the governor. Or, or it's, it's an operation because it's not a plan. I wish the governor did have some sort of a plan other than taking away our constitutional rights. But this, this operation here to move New Mexico State Police in. Also, coming up this hour, we're going to talk about who is going to be running for that Senate seat that uh, that Martin Heinrich is up for re-election next year. Because I know there's some people running, but are we going to, is this it? We're not going to run any more candidates? Also, Diane Diamond today, formerly of TV's hard copy, She's got a new book out, and she's going to tell us all about that coming up here on News Radio KQB. All right, it's BV today, News Radio KQB. Diane Diamond from TV's Hard Copy. She's got a new book out on conservatorships. She's going to be talking with us about that coming up after the news at 2 o'clock. Also, she's a former uh, KKOB newscaster, a love of our illustrious radio station here. So we'll have Diane coming up this afternoon here on News Radio KQB. Right now, uh, it's not a plan, it's just an operation sending New Mexico State Police back to Albuquerque to try to curb this violence. We can't continue, I guess we can continue to do this, this is what we've been doing the last five years. But it's not good policy, uh, that's for sure. Marie, you're on News Radio KQB. Hi, Marie. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yes, I go ahead. Caller, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I'm excited. I haven't. We never had a honeymoon because life happened uh, about 30 years ago, and I've been taking care of my mom for over nine years with my mom and dad. Uh-huh. And so it's a perfect time to win a trip. Okay, okay. Well, I'm sorry, Marie. So you you didn't qualify for the trip. Oh, I didn't. Well, what did I qualify for? Nothing. Nothing? No, no. So you have to hear, hang on, Marie. So you have to hear the, you know how to play, right? Now we're doing this? Yeah. So when did you hear the cue to call? Well, when you were saying uh, uh, the number will be 243-3333, well, we could do more than one. And yeah. when I heard that, oh. I, I started dialing in. So when I got yeah. in, I asked, so. Okay, is, well, all right, so. No, this is how we've been doing this for about a week now or two weeks now. So the cue to call, oh. it's like a sounder that plays and it's like okay. a pilot. I don't want to do it because then people start calling, wanting to get qualified, but okay, you'll we'll know it when you sound. Yeah. You'll know it when you hear it. And then you're, you're caller seven. Okay. Well, you All know right. what? I'm yeah. hearing noises in my head. So does that qualify? <laughs> Good luck. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's your next chance to qualify, Marie. Okay, darling. All right. You'll need that vacation. You, I, I hope you do get qualified. Thanks, Marie. Bless her heart. Marie thought she was going to get qualified. Oh, well. You know, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow you get oh, qualified man. for the trip, to, uh, the trip to London. That doesn't mean we can't play this, though. Now, that that's not your cue to call, though. Is it your... Hilarious Benny Hill music from from London. Yeah. So tomorrow morning, you're gonna be listening. Throw people and, off. I know. I'm going to stop talking about it now. We're she was genuine because some people have been trying to trick here. 
I People know. People will call in and try to trick it, me, BB. It, it, no, I like, know. It happens. It's just a cute call. I'm like, no. They're like, well, what time should I call back? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to get me. <laughs> so what time is it going well, to be? what time should I call back? Tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, Bob Clark will tell you when the next time uh, we'll play that cue to call. All right, New Mexico State Police moving into Albuquerque, and here's some of the story from KOB. Yeah, a spokesperson for NMSP says they'll focus on arresting wanted felons mm-hmm. and suppressing violence by targeting criminals. Well, they'll also help with auto theft, drug trafficking, and robbery, along with traffic operations along I-25 and I-40. So we know what they're going to be doing. Do we know how they plan on doing it? So I asked about that today. I also asked how many officers would be in Albuquerque and how long they plan to stay. Yeah. That spokesperson told Told me we will have to wait until next week for those answers. But we do know what their presence here has looked like in the past. That has some locals encouraged, while others worry the impact won't last. For the third time in five years, New Mexico State Police are moving into the metro to help fight crime. I think we need them. In 2019, the governor ordered 50 state police officers to head to Albuquerque. It came after the murder of UNM baseball player Jackson Weller. The first metro surge lasted 30 days and led to hundreds of arrests. But a lot of those cases fell through because officers couldn't make the court dates. I think it's short-term peace of mind. I mean, unless they're going to actually stick around for good. In 2021, we needed those extra officers again after Albuquerque saw a record number of homicides. City officials asked for the help but didn't call it a surge, rather a collaboration. 35 officers stayed for about three weeks. They arrested dozens of people for a mix of violent and property crimes. I live around the block. My truck has been stolen four times. The governor ordered more state police officers back to the metro last week after the killings of two innocent children just weeks apart. How many officers and how long will they be here? We asked NMSP for those answers Monday, but reps couldn't give us an answer. While people are hopeful... Well, I think any help is good help. I mean, you shouldn't be too possessive about the areas. Take the help if it's coming. Others worry this solution is, yet again, only temporary. We have to have a long-term solution, and that's the problem. We have great ideas, but the thing is we never think anything through correctly. It's just like it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid over something. You said it, sister. I mean, let's run her for Heinrich's seat. Uh, she has a, a better idea and understanding of what's going on uh, as opposed to our leadership in this state. Can't just keep putting a Band-Aid on it. No, can't. I mean, we can, and that's what we have been doing, but it's not going to solve any problems. But I, and I think a lot of this has to do with Balloon Fiesta coming up too. I mean, it's it's the one couple of weeks a year where New Mexico's uh, could be in the national spot. I mean, there's there's some eyes on New Mexico with the Balloon Fiesta. And what if, you know, the, the crime surge continues? What if there's an incident? You know, um, they, politicians don't like that sort of negative publicity, right? Because that ultimately costs them at the polls. And that's why New Mexico State Police are here. But once the balloons are packed back up and uh, all the balloon chasers are back at their regular jobs, they're going to leave, and we're going to still have these same problems. All right, 505-243-3333 or 505-243-3333. Okay, who's going to run against Martin Heinrich? I know there's a couple of names out there. We'll talk about those names. 
But I've also got some other names for you that we're not hearing from. That's next on News Radio KKOB. All right, it's BV Today, News Radio KKOB. This is Premier Weeks here on BV Today. Um, later today, we got Diane Diamond. Also this week, Riley Gaines, the activist and the all American swimmer that's taken up the cause of women in sports because the left has decided that men can compete with women. Um, she's actually going to be at UNM on October 4th as well, speaking with uh, um, with uh, the Turning Point USA uh, speakers series. Marty Smith from ESPN later this week. I'm so excited about all these guests. Yeah, we got Mark Levin coming up here. I think that's going to be on October 9th. So as we kick off the new season of BV Today here on News Radio KKOB. All right, so... This was my tease earlier today that ran throughout the day. Who is going to run against Martin Heinrich? Okay, and we're going to have a series of discussions about this. And I kept waiting on somebody to jump into the race. Now, there are two candidates, and I don't want to slight those two candidates that are running against Martin Heinrich. In fact, we've heard from one, Robert Kaswani. He is actually running for that Senate seat, and a man named Benjamin Luna, who uh, there was a uh, already a hit piece on him, uh, an opinion piece that was published in the New Mexico, Santa Fe, New Mexican, a couple of weeks ago. And I don't want to take anything away from those two candidates, but you, but <laughs> you've got a vulnerable U.S. senator in Martin Heinrich. Here's a guy that's underwater as far as his approval ratings are in the state of New Mexico. Rumors abound that he doesn't really want to be a senator. He wants to be governor of New Mexico, and he's going to make that flip in a couple of years. He's a guy that's after your ceiling fan, your gas stove, and, oh, I was just reading today in the New York Times that Martin Heinrich is a senator that would like to get rid of barbed wire, too. No lie. No lie. He's against barbed wire now. Um, there's this movement about having virtual fencing and just, uh, you know, ear-tagging cows, uh, and they want to get rid of uh, barbed wire in the United States, and Martin Heinrich is one of the proponents of that, which is fine. If you never have to gather these cattle up, <laughs> if they can just roam freely and you never have to take them to the cell barn or do something with them, I guess it would work. But when you're making a living ranching, like a lot of people do in the state of New Mexico, you kind of need to have them uh, fenced up. But Martin Heinrich's coming after your barbed wire, your gas stove, and your ceiling fan, and there's nobody out there running against him other than Luna and Kwanzi here. Two men who, although I'm sure fine, I've never heard of before. Okay? I'm kind of in the game here as an analyst, politics in New Mexico. If I've never heard from you before, then you probably got a problem, and I don't think you're going to fare well in a statewide race. So let me throw some names at you. I think top of the list, Susanna Martinez. And I know 
Some people are like, okay, and some people are groaning right now. As far as the and, and I'm sorry, but this is this is the top of the list. She is the last Republican to win a statewide race. And she did it twice. Um whether you like her or not, she won elections in New Mexico, which is something that the Republican Party is has not been doing much of at all in a very long time. So, but she's she doesn't even fit and I, you know, she is more of a executive type. Like she I think she was a wonderful governor. I think she would make a, a great cabinet secretary in a Republican White House one of these days if that's what she wants. But that's kind of her job, kind of a CEO type. I don't really see her as a senator. Here's some other names for it. I'm just throwing stuff out here. Because why aren't more people interested in running for this U.S. Senate seat? And I'm not just talking about people that continue to run for things in New Mexico and lose. Okay? Maybe a couple of winners. Maybe we could have put a couple of winners uh, against Martin Heinrich. How about John Sanchez? He was a lieutenant governor under Martinez. Uh, He is a staunch conservative. He served in the state house as well. In fact, I don't even know if that guy's living in New Mexico anymore. But where's he been? And why has it been been running for one of these offices? Greg Schmades, New Mexico state senator out in the East Mountains. Why why don't you challenge uh, Martin Heinrich? We could draft somebody, too. If you guys really wanted to do this, maybe we could draft somebody. Maybe if collectively we find somebody from, like, the business community or whatever. I would hate to find a retread politician, you know, somebody that's ran a couple of times already. I mean, don't send that person to me. But, yeah, if if you know of somebody that can raise money, that um, shares conservative values, and, and not even, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, just anybody that can that you think would be a viable candidate against uh, Martin Heinrich. Let me know who it is, and we'll 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 do what we can to try to draft him. There's also somebody else out there. All right, Mark Ronchetti can't run again. He's too busy guest hosting when I'm out of town. He can't run again. I mean, he's already he's lost two elections. He can't do it. But what about his wife? What about Christy Ronchetti? I do think, this is my prediction here, and I want to get on record. I think she is going to run for something, probably sooner rather than later. I think the political bug kind of got her when Mark was running for office. They were doing this podcast together. I know they were been filling in here on KKOB. I see a political run of Christie's in the future. Why not now? I guess Martin Heinrich. All right. This is going to be an ongoing discussion uh, for sure, but I want to throw some names out. I want you to throw some names at me too. Uh, send on a text line. I'll see it. 505-243-3333. Email best BV at newsradiokkob.com. I mean, it pains me that we have to do the work of the state GOP because they should be finding somebody to run for this Senate seat. Obviously that's not happening. So I guess they've, they've, they've left it up to us, and we'll do the best we can. All right, Diane Diamond coming up after the news here on News Radio KQOB. All right, it's BV Today, News Radio KQOB. Yeah, it's Tuesday. We didn't do book club. 
We'll do it tomorrow. We had to. We had other important stuff to do. We'll do book club tomorrow. Actually, Amory, time is running out on book club. We're in like chapter twelve now. Oh. It's only going to last a few more weeks. I just hope that Jolene Gutierrez Kruger writes a sequel to the highly successful <laughs> City at the Crossroads, which I think I didn't even buy that copy. Oh. Our friend Hubert bought that copy. I and think he's the you, only Hubert. person that that actually bought a copy of that. Oh, so the big news, you know, with Taylor Swift over the weekend. Now there is a um, there's a movement that Taylor Swift may actually help end the tomahawk chop that happens at oh my the Chiefs gosh. game. Like, can the can the girl just have a boyfriend and enjoy a football yeah, game without calm down. without it getting political? News is next for New Mexico. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose, to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.